I haven't really woken up oh, until I've had my McDonald's breakfast deal. And I know this is true because before breakfast, I put my phone in the refrigerator and couldn't find the keys that were already in my hand. Nothing gets the morning going like the first sip of an iced coffee. Get any size and any flavor for 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. McDonald's. I'm loving it. Welcome back, Bayside. They're taking school spirit. The fun's just getting started. To the max. This is going to be awesome. Saved by the Bell. New season streaming now. Let's do this, baby. Only on Peacock. They used to call her the Sunset Strip Laundry Machine. She had so many loads dumped in her. <laughs> Breaking down the best four songs. This, this, this is Mount Rock. Don't think it's yours just because you marked it with your urine. Welcome, welcome, everybody, to Mount Rockmore. Hola! Rockmore Tropolis, Rock Morons, and Rockmore Nation. I'm Bauer. Welcome back to yet another trip up the mountainside. One that will leave a eh, metallic taste in your mouth hole as we seek to carve the four career-defining songs of one of the 1980s biggest and perhaps shortest names in L.A. rock. And I mean that just letter-wise, if you will. Now, you can find previous episodes at Mount Rockmore of Cinderella on the Cinderella Mount Rockmore, the most recent one. Beastie Boys Mount Rockmore with Adam Rank from the NFL Network. And then if you go into our sort of 90s Thorn of Crowns element, Alice in Chains Mount Rockmore with Michael Fabiano from the NFL Network. All of those you can find at thebowershow.com. So grab your chisel, hammer, <laughs> your Mickey's Big Mouth. Hydration is certainly going to be important as well as a good buzz as we head up the mountainside to determine the four career-defining songs of Rat. Now, I am not going to do this on my own today. I, I refuse to do this on my own. And frankly, to be absolutely honest and pull the curtain back here with you, Neil Flynn is going to help me out here. Neil, we've been talking about doing this fucking show for the better part now of, I would say, three months, at least three months. We've been trying to at get least, together to do this. At least three months. And and the coolest the the thing that I I think that I've been looking forward to the most is that as as long as I've known Neil uh, and Neil and I go way 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 back as long as I've known Neil Flynn he has been the biggest rat fan I know now not only that you want lyrics to those eighty songs that you weren't really familiar with I can tell you time and again the debates I've seen Neil Flynn involved in when it comes to lyrics to Van Halen songs like Hot for Teacher. One of my favorite <laughs> debates I've ever sit in front of your house watching you have was ones that involved, uh, is it, uh, so I brought my pencil? What was, the, what was the debate you always had about that? Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the, what they actually say, without a doubt, I brought my pencil, give me something to write on, man. Right, which I think well, is pretty some, clear. Pretty clear, pretty clear, pretty clear. Some knuckleheads, chicks, that's what we'll call them, <laughs> they, they said, oh, no, no. What they said was, uh, I brought my pencil. Give me something to write on, dude. There's, not, there's no dude in there. There's no there's dude no in that dude song. In there. Shut your mouth. In fact, <laughs> let me help you shut your mouth with something. Cause Open that, your mouth, and then we'll shut it. Right, because you got it covered from there. Because listen, while we're at it, we'll just give you something to do. But for the most yeah. part, realize this. There's no dude in that song. Even if you tried, no it just doesn't there. roll. David Lee Roth had it right no. with man. That's it. It's pretty easy. Very simple. Yeah, it's very simple. Very right. simple. I brought my pencil. 
Give me something to write on. Man, it's very clear. All right. What, I don't know what edited version they were hearing that on. But listen, uh, Neil let, Flynn. Let me calm down. Yes, let me please, calm down. please. Absolutely. Well, I'm, I'm glad we have a chance to do this. I know, no pun intended, but we've been going round and round ah, about doing very it. Very nice. Very nice. And I think it's Thank time you. we lay it down. I mean, <laughs> if, you, if you think you're tough, you might as well come back for more and see what we got. Well... <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get started. <laughs> let's, shall we? So, listen, first of all, let's let's kind of lay the ground rules here. What we're looking for is not necessarily the four favorite songs from Rat or even the best songs from Rat, even though it's kind of how we open this thing. What I'm looking for is the four career-defining songs from Rat. So they, that may span decades for them, technically, as the case may be. It may span albums from them, things that definitely stood out at different times for the band. Whatever it may be, that's what we're going to look at. We're chiseling the four Rat songs that would be the Mount Rushmore of, Matt, of Rat songs onto the mountain. So we're going to start here in just a second with your first selection. But first, let's keep in mind, when you, when you talk about Rat, one thing that needs to be clear is that they get a plan. They've got so many hits. They've got so many good songs. They have been out playing and touring for so long that they deserve a plan. The one that didn't quite make the Mount Rushmore of rat songs here on Mount Rockmore. So whatever it might be, whatever that you think is kind of like a, hey, it was close to getting there, but technically wasn't really there. Or it was could have been, we could have kicked one of the other ones out, and this would have been a perfect fit in there, but it just didn't make the cut for whatever reason here. And so that said, what are you thinking of right now, Neil, for one that, while, and, and trust me, this is going to be the time for you, Neil, the time where you're going to say to yourself, boy, you know what? I, maybe I didn't pick the right songs. Maybe there's a different song I should have picked. You're going to start having the remorse. You're going to have the buyer's remorse here going, when you say the word out loud, the, the word of the song, the words, the title, as it's floating out of your mouth hole, you're going to be like, oh, <laughs> shit. Well, you know, I, I, I imagine I've, I've been fortunate enough to, to listen to many of and many other uh, of your shows. Yes. And I had the good fortune of talking to Stephen Piercy when he was on your show yes. some time ago. Back in the Maxim thought, Radio days. Uh, yes, yes. And I thought, okay, if Stephen Piercy was in my passenger seat, right? what songs would I pick? Ooh. But, man, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> Bauer, you know what? I, you know what? You think you're tough? Yeah. I like the guitars. Yes. And you think you're tough. Just absolutely blew me away. Now, um, and here's one of the things that I think about when I think of, of You Think You're Tough. Because You Think You're Tough was, to me, the very first song that I ever heard from Rat. It was off that EP. They had that EP that had, like, it just had a rat and, a, like, a high heel on it. Do you remember that? Like, it was, it was, I think it was one of the greatest album covers I can remember growing up when I was a kid and was really getting into this stuff, was that they had this album cover that was just like a, for an EP, it had a, a, a high heel, like a stiletto pump heel with the nylon fishnets for the girl that was wearing it, and then like a rat there. And that was the EP that they had for this. And it, it came across to me at the time as like, wow, this is a crazy sounding band, you know, amongst the Led Zeppelins that were being played or, or, or Journeys and Foreigner Fours at the time. Um, this was a song that kind of stood out, jumped out. I remember, and you know because you live in that hometown and you remember him as well, I remember listening to KOME Radio and Dennis Erectus was on the air at nights, the crazy man. 
Dennis Erectus would play. He, he, he was one who got labeled with playing all the hard rock stuff, the, the Great White, the Twisted Sister, all those things that we'd come to know and love later in years. Uh, he was the one that had the responsibility of playing that alongside a hell of a lot of ACDC. And what I remember was this guitar, compared to when you listen to the other Rat songs, and you'll hear this later on today here as well, this was a very rough around the edges, kind of just what you would imagine if Rat jumped on stage for an opening show in, say, 1981 at the Sunset Strip. This is the sound you would get. Not a more polished, effects-driven, 10 times sampled over or, you know, running a guitar riff 18 times over the top of it. This is just rough, right at the club on the Sunset Strip kind of version of Rat that I absolutely love. Lay it on me. All right, let's do it. So our play in here, Neil, again, we're coming back with the four songs we're going to carve into the face, but right here is simply the play in, and we're bringing you Rat, You Think You're Tough, here on Mount Rockmore.
And that from the Rat EP. Again, this is where I first heard about Rat Neil was it had that, it was a simple EP, and I'm mistaken because I'm looking at the image now. It wasn't just one leg, it was two legs, red stiletto heels, uh, black fishnets, and you have one, two, three, four, five white mice climbing the fishnet legs there. By the way, that model must have been thrilled when she got a call from her agent, like, hey, we got an album cover for you. <laughs> well, I remember I remember going to Tower Records Ooh. and finding that. Nice. Finding it. Yes, you know, to, we, we, Tower Records, that's not one of the times I was throwing up out of the back of your convertible <laughs> Mustang. Uh, again, I apologize for doing that. Listen, tequila but, tequila has strange effects on people. Oh, my God. But I remember there was, she had a nose ring and yeah. an earring. Yeah. And like this chain that connected, that, that little chain. Yeah, yeah. Handle? What does that chain do? <laughs> she had a mohawk that must have been six or eight inches high. Nice. And I just remembering like, what sticky substance oh. do you use <laughs> to keep it like that? And do you need any additional uh, fluids for it? Because she was that like smoking hot oh. rocker chick That's look and like awesome. Oh, and now man. and now her name's Betty and she's got five kids and. Uh, <laughs> We know how that rolls. We know how that rolls. Five kids from four different guys. Right. The first kid and the last kid have the same dad. Right. And by the way, all of them have tattoos. And I mean, not the dads. The kids all have tattoos. So uh, I will say this. that that On that EP, which was, I, I remembered it being just a relatively short EP. But again, now that vinyl's back again, Neil, because like my daughter is really into Billie Eilish. And she's bought all these. We got all these records. So she's got all this vinyl again. She's playing records in her room, which is really cool. Uh, but uh, you might remember there was side one and side two, right? Well, on side one for this track listing was where you found You Think You're Tough. They also came out in the European version only, You're in Trouble, which you might remember was off of the, the technically the first full-length album that Rat put out, the Out of the Cellars uh, album. And then also on there was Back for More, came on as side two, track number six was Back for More. So you had a couple of those tracks that eventually went to Out of the Cellar and were on there here on this EP. Now, was Back For More, wasn't that the cool video where they went and they all were cowboys? That was Wanted Man. Wanted Man, excuse me. Which was still a great video and, and awesome at the time. Because, listen, at the time, all these 80s dudes, and John Bon Jovi was big on it, too, were like kind of into the westerns. And then and remember, they had Young Guns out there with Emilio Estevez yes. and all that stuff, Kiefer Sutherland. Uh, it was kind of in that this, this whole rage of getting back into a cowboy mode. And when you were done kind of doing a little bit of the glammier rock stuff, you went into getting the acoustic guitar out and playing some sort of almost cowboy type of thing. Cinderella did it. Everybody did it. But yes, you were right. Wanted Man, which was on that first, that, that Out of the Cellar full-length CD from Rat, Wanted Man was a great track. And it had that weird kind of like backward, like yes. to start off yes. the whole thing, I believe on side two of, of, of Out of the Cellar as well. And that's why I was singing it, because all, if you were a cowboy back in the days, those days, you were a wanted man. Yes, indeed. That is absolutely yeah. correct. A hundred percent correct. So that was so we we're at a point now where we've got the first song I ever heard from Rat, earliest one of the earliest songs that Rat put out with had rare time for. Because frankly, I remember hearing the crap out of uh, "You Think You're Tough," but I never heard "Wanted Man." I mean, I never heard "Back for More." I never heard the other songs that would be on this on this EP in their sort of working out stage. I never heard the "You're in Trouble" or "You're Back for More." None of that stuff. I only heard "You Think You're Tough." It wasn't until the next album came out where it was a little bit more polished. It was a little bit more overproduced that you were able to hear those things out there. Well, I remember uh, circa '85, yes. uh, West Valley. Yes, and um, one of the songs that like the pop chick 
chicks liked and the rocker chicks liked yeah. was uh, Lay It Down. Oh, now that one, that has so many memories for me. Um, there was, I think you'd, I'd find it hard to believe, at least at the time, a sexier album cover than, oh, I mean, that, the blonde on that... She was absolutely amazingly. I, I remember distinctly as a young man uh, looking at Invasion of Your Privacy in 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 the late summer, early fall of 1985, with uh, a lot of passion in my eyes. And the blonde on there, who I don't know what she's doing. She's sitting by a window that's open. There's like a moon. I I believe. I don't even remember. All I know is that she's there in what appears to be like a tank top and and panties. And I'm going. This is a dream come true for. For a, a 16 year old Mike Bauer. Yes, I'm trying to remember how many hours I spent a lot. holding up her picture with one hand. <laughs> a lot, <laughs> a lot of time. Well, more so than like, more so than your Heather Thomas poster. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I remember like okay, those windows are open. Yeah. I think she left them open for me. You, <laughs> I know she did as a favor to you. She just wanted to make it easier access. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Man. And I just remember, like, I remember the outfit. She had the little doilies she on was, the socks. Yeah, I was going to say, that. the details. I remember that, too. I remember thinking, what is the, the windows are open. It's a very plain room. She's got clearly got high heels by her bed. And I remember thinking, what is she? Is she putting socks on? She looks like she's putting socks on, like she's about to leave. But I couldn't be. I couldn't, <laughs> is she getting home? Is she? I don't know. What's, I need to know what's going on with the story here. Oh, believe me, I could give you hours of stories of how I remember it. <laughs> but hold on, let me shower. go. Hold on, I got I to gotta bring this up because I'm looking at the album cover right now. It looks oh, okay, like yeah, there's literally an ocean behind her. Like outside the window, waves are going to come crashing through her room. I think that's an ocean. I don't know what else it could be. And then over to the side by her vanity, she's just got a speaker on the ground there. And right. <laughs> I, I, like it's late at night. What is she listening to that she's got to have the speaker right there? But nonetheless, she, I, I don't even know. If she could speak, for all I know, it could just be a robot doll. But that is the most incredible looking woman. That's what every guy in 1985. That was her. The dream woman was her. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And then, if she didn't look like that, you would like try to convince a girl like, oh hey, check out these <laughs> socks I bought for you. <laughs> now, now look at her hair. Do you think you could like you're just trying to change her into that? You have a a tank top like that. Do you have? Right. <laughs> Some oh, white undies like that. I, I brought one with. It yeah. was, that's fantastic. That is unbelievable, and it, it, that was an icon to me. The probably the most iconic Rat album cover ever. Just to see, I don't yeah. know. Again, I have no idea what she's doing. Invasion of your privacy. You don't see anybody standing around like they're peeping in on her. What is the invasion of the privacy? She's just sitting in a room putting her socks on for some unknown reason. It's a fantastic yeah. album cover. The guys loved everywhere. Yeah, yeah I was like, let's see, <sighs> let's see. Can those high heels, let me see what they look like when you put them on when they're pointing to the ceiling. Right, right. And by the way, <laughs> I don't think they're going to be comfortable with those socks on. I'm just saying. I don't know for no. sure. <laughs> yeah. Relatively like, sure that's not going to be a comfortable fit for you. Yeah. You might as but, well just uh, take everything me, off. Yeah, in fact, go ahead and take it off. And then um, when I'm done in like four and a half seconds from now, yeah. I'll help you get dressed. <laughs> oh, from Invasion of Your Privacy. 
This, my friends, is the song that everybody loved, and you couldn't get it. This is the one that, if you're if you're listening on classic rock radio, is still the one that they will play first and foremost. It's Lay It Down, the first official song we are pounding into the mountainside of Mount Rockmore. Could very well be the most memorable Warren D. Martini opening riff of the entire Rat catalog. Like you could bring me a song that you think might like. I like Back for More. It's a great kind of that acoustic type of start to the song. You can you can bring up a Way Cool Junior. You can bring up Round. You can bring up any of them, and I don't think it gets better than the opening riff to Lay It Down. That's the one every guitar player wished they could play and wanted to learn how to play. On I mean that was that was it. End of list. And. Uh, the the baritone backup from that deep throated backup from Robin Crosby singing through there as well. Uh, it is quite possibly the perfect rat song, and it's the first one that Neil Flynn has charged to carve into the face of the side of Mount Rushmore here. Now, 
When we come back, Neil, we are going to get to songs number two and three. No, Again, no particular order. This is not second or third favorite or any of those kinds of things. But I will ask you this, Neil Flynn. How many times have you seen Rat live? Oh, man. I can honestly say I don't remember because it it was every time it was it was unbelievable. It was like a spectacle I had never seen before. Right? I oh my gosh. I remember I remember going to Shoreline Amphitheater, Mountain View. You may recall that one. Oh yeah. And I was looking at them going, these girls are wearing their underwear on the outside of their clothes. <laughs> that doesn't make them bad people. No. 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 I, no, I just kept staring like, man, I know that I'm not a gay dude. <laughs> just so, because I'm So hold like, on, if you in case not that you were wondering, but if there was ever no. a point to making and casting that vote as solidly as you could, that was it. Yeah, I was just I remember looking going, the only girls that were wearing pants were wearing black leather oh. pants that looked like they were sprayed on that day mm-hmm. it was magnificent mm-hmm. they uh. drew i mean Stephen piercy i don't know if it was Stephen piercy i don't know if it was robin crosby but they the ladies loved those guys the ladies loved. were so drawn to those guys it was unbelievable like i don't even know if they knew who uh, Ron, Juan Crochet or, or, or even Bobby Blotzer was, I have absolutely no idea. But you, they, could, they could pick out Stephen Piercy and Robin Crosby in a heartbeat. You, Warren D. Martini could do a guitar solo immediately behind them. They'd have no fucking idea who he was. But <laughs> I remember seeing him at Shoreline, and it's freezing. Yeah. These girls were taking their clothes off oh. to like say, you know, look at my, uh, look at my rat-inspired bra. Oh. And I'm sorry that my tits are flowing <laughs> over the top of them yes first of all thank you for the apology it's much needed uh yeah secondly yeah. that is a fantastic bra that you put together there oh, oh fantastic and they weren't flowing over because they were like a big fat pit. <laughs> they were flowing over because their tits were huge and their bras were too small you Not know to offend you know the way it should be out there. the way it should be oh yeah yeah when you have six pack when you're a chick and you have six pack abs and yeah big full natural tits oh my god (laughs) there are no some guys go i like brown nips oh i like pink nips right motherfucker i like them all (laughs) that's because you are all-encompassing you embrace everything and i and i appreciate that about you that's yeah that's the kind of guy that you are when we come back we're gonna remember yeah go ahead go ahead I, i remember diving into the lyrics of um what i believe may be on your list for one of the next ones as well okay um I want a woman, Ooh. not some little girl, yeah. who had to grow up in daddy's big world. Yes. I want a woman yes. who can really love me. Yeah. Dead ringer of a woman. Oh. So when I first saw that video, I was like, are they making fun of like ugly chicks? Or is he saying he only wants a woman? Yeah, that's I, that's kind of one of those big quandaries that I don't. I don't. I, I wish now, if I were talking to Stephen Piercy now, I would have to ask him that question as to where that yeah, all came was, from. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, damn, I want a woman too, and especially right. the ones I've seen at your concerts. But I think that there's. I, it seems. It feels to me like when we're talking about that song, like it's him saying, "Listen, uh, you young girls, you're hot. I'll give you that. Y'all look great. You're hot. But I want somebody who knows what they're doing in the sack. I want somebody who." 
who, um, amongst other things, can make me feel, as he pointed out so aptly in the lyrics. Um, this, this is, I think him. I think he's saying, listen, I've had my share of little girls. I have. Now I'm ready yeah. to see what the other side is like. I'm ready to see what the older lady. I'm, I'm, he was ready for a cougar. That's what Stephen Piercy was looking for. And I'm sure all those little girls, all of them were over 18, Mr. Piercy. No of problem. Course. We're on your side here. Don't get me. Don't don't let me get in another lawsuit. You don't. You're not no. telling me that you don't think that Rat Security was checking ID all the time, do you? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, if I'm sorry. Mom can I can I see your off. can I see your backstage pass, Miss? Yes, no, and I will need oh. to see your ID just to make sure you're over the age of 18. Yeah, did you bring your real ID and a passport, please? I need <laughs> right. two forms of identification. Right. I'm going to need your birth certificate, ma'am. That's what's going to have to happen here before you go back and see Mr. Piercy. Yes. Uh, all right, here's what we're going to do. Yeah. We'll take a break. When we come back, not only will we get to that very song you're talking about and another one that we'll add to the face of the Mount Rockmore here, but also a little trivia that I've got for you based upon that Rat EP album cover we were just talking about. That's when we return here at Mount Rockmore. If you're just joining us, we are covering a developing story. We go back now to Southern California, where a VH1 bus crashed just a short while ago, spilling more than 2,000 pounds of slut onto Interstate 5 near Palmdale. The bus was transporting contestants for the new VH1 reality series, The Road to Knoxville, in which 18 scantily clad young women vie for the heart of divorced stuntman Johnny Knoxville. Officials there are struggling to control the spread of slut, which has already polluted the roadway and is spreading now down a hillside into residential areas. Let's go live to Onion News Network's Brian Scott, who's live on the scene. Brian, what's exactly going on out there? Well, it's just horrible, Anna. The highway here was not pristine to begin with, but now it's covered in all of this orange skin slut. I've only been here an hour. I've already seen four three-way kisses and six tattoos with misspellings. Oh. And downwind, the stench of perfume and tequila mixed together is pretty difficult to stomach. Well, it sounds like quite a scene. Brian, I understand that the sluts had been loaded onto the bus in Huntington Beach early this morning. Is that right? But that's where it began. Yes, the sluts were being transported from a negligee-wearing rock climbing contest there to a girl-on-girl paintball match when the crash occurred. There's been speculation, in fact. The accident was actually caused by some slut leaking into the front cab on the vehicle and getting on the driver. I see. Now, the local fire department is just not equipped to handle something this toxic. No, the yeah. problem is that we're very close to the San Gabriel River, and officials are concerned that the sluts might go skinny-dipping in it or think it's a hot tub and make out oh in it. Oh, my gosh, yeah. But we should say, too, that the crews, they're doing their best. They're just trying to keep these sluts contained with impromptu strip-offs and shooter contests in the ditch behind me. Now, we've just gotten word that VH1 has issued a statement. It's on their website. It says they are fully committed to the safe handling of sluts. Yeah, but yes, but the EPA has urged VH1 to use perhaps a more diluted form of slut than this highly concentrated slut they use now. Yeah, all sounds uh, sounds like good stuff, but I don't think VH1's going to ever go for that. Brian, stay safe out there and don't fuck any of those sluts. All right, thanks, Anna. Breaking down the best four songs. This, this, this is Mount Rock. You are a smelly pirate hooker. Welcome back, everybody. Mount Rockmore, I'm Bauer. Neil Flynn joining me today. How are we doing here? Oxygen feeling a little fit? Nobody can. Nobody can. (laughs) I want a woman. Oh, sorry. Look at you. Uh, oxygen feeling a little thin up at this level. Heavy breathing should be kicking in. You know, uh, you know. By the way, the next couple of songs we're going to talk about here are the permanent ones that we'll be carving into this Mount Rushmore of Rat songs. Regrets are going to be a plenty. So we've got song one up on the list already. Now we've got to move on 
to another one. But first, just a little bit, because I've only got a little bit of this, Neil Flynn, but first, a real quick today you learnt for rats. Today, today, today you learned. Today, today, today you learned. All right, we just spoke a little bit ago about that rat EP that has got the legs of the woman, right? Uh, the high heels, the red stiletto heels, the black nylon fishnets, and then the five white rats crawling on her legs. And we said, boy, it'd be funny to think about, hey, your agent calls you up. I got an album cover for you. Are you are you okay with rodents? Uh, the woman that was, <laughs> we're wondering if she was okay with rodents, was indeed Tawny Katane. Those were her legs on the album cover. Yes. Tawny Katane that we know from the Whitesnake videos who also uh, slept around with quite a few bands, uh, members of bands, uh, an L.A. Sunset Strip, was also dating Robin Crosby. And and that's where they, when I guess when you're dating Robin Crosby, you'll do an album covered for free, even with rats crawling all over your legs. <laughs> Doesn't make her a bad person. No, 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 no. She, uh, you know, as a favor to her, yeah. you know. I wonder where the rats ended, <laughs> crawling up her legs. You're like, whew, what is that? Is that some cheese? Do oh, you have, we turn around, do guys. You have, do you have to have a rat wrangler for those things, by the way? You have to have someone on set that's like, I'm, I'm sorry, ma'am. I yeah. really, they, they usually don't do this. They usually don't go up that high on someone's thigh when yeah. I put them on. No, they're usually much no lower. <laughs> no varmint. No Get out of here, no varmint. hurt in the shooting of this <laughs> album cover. <laughs> Uh, and by the way, as you pointed out aptly earlier, she also, uh, Tawny Katane had also appeared on the cover of their next album and then again in a video. So uh, Tawny Katane, at least early ties before the White Snake days to Rat, and I'm sure had everything to do with the success that they had there. All right, Neil Flynn, we have put. Pounded- when you say, uh, you say Tawny Katane and suck <laughs> at the time. And pounded. Or, or, or what, what did she say? You know, if you don't try, try succeed or what? How's that uh, go? Yeah, something, at first something, you don't succeed. Succeed, and uh, I bet you she was good at sucking seed. Yeah. Well, if you don't succeed, just try and try, try again. Try and try again. That's you know what you are. You're the motivator, Neil Flynn. That's that's what you are. And uh, well, here's a semi-related question. Yeah. Uh, I heard a guy say one time the difference between making a good business decision and being a sellout is how many zeros are on that check nice the more you know the more you know with neil flynn <laughs> so or, or how about a... this one hold on how about this one and that's one to grow on that's one to grow on with mr t <laughs> you uh, never cease to amaze <laughs> all right so listen here we are we are facing down song number two on the mount rockmore of rat songs and do you want to go with the one you were quoting the lyrics for a little bit ago here? The one that we kind of determined. This was this was Stephen Piercy who, in a shocking twist, I'll, I'll use it that way. This is like the, you know, it's like the Who Shot Jr. version of 1980s uh, rock music. In a in a shocking twist, was like Young Pussy. No thanks. <laughs> had my share. Had my. Fi- I'm up to here with teenage vagina. I am up to here. I need something older. And I need something more mature from a woman who is going to show me a good time. Is that where we're headed right now, Neil Flynn? I'm going to have to say yes. I'm right. going to have to say yes. This was a clear moment that Stephen Piercy was letting the world to know he he had not yet had enough vagina. He had knocked out. He had knocked up. Not not not. I want to say knocked up. 
He had pounded every teen girl into their 20s and perhaps even 30s by the time this song came out. And he was like, bring me a cougar. But nobody knew what a cougar was at that point just yet. So this was Stephen Piercy, uh, not the Tiger King, but the Cougar King with I Want a Woman here on Mount Rockmore.
song. I want a woman on Mount Rockmore, and man, oh man, uh, what you'd expect from Rat. Strong guitar. <laughs> Lyrics that were written by a teenager, oddly enough, for a 40-year-old woman. Uh, and, and I mean it all in a good way. I'm not trying to demean anybody here. It was their second single off the album, and uh, and clearly, honestly, Rat just wanting real women and not the daddy's girls that were hanging around. So it was sex, sex, and a lot more sex for Rat with a lot of guitar. <laughs> right. At least somebody is like, hey, were you born in the same decade as, as, I, as I was? Right. Because <laughs> if, if you have been, I got, I got no time for you. Could you bring me? I want older. What do you got for me? Well, at that point in time, yeah. we still hadn't even seen like, uh, I was, I, I'm trying to think of who, the, it wasn't Desperate Housewives. Like that was far down the line there. Like we... I don't even know what, yeah, what somebody you, dude, somebody knows that um, Robin Crosby is not the son of the guy from Crosby. Still right, right. He's not yeah, related not, to David Crosby. Yes. No, 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 no. <laughs> you know, oh, there's um, there's a lot that could go on next, but I think I'm starting to feel like we've only got two songs left here now. We've got two to carve onto the face. And right now, we've gone, you know, the playing was old school, and we went for a couple of them that were kind of more modern-ish, if you will, rat songs. What are we doing? What are we moving for now? What do we do when we move forward to the final two songs? And have you at all punched yourself in your scrotum for thinking you didn't pick the right ones yet? <laughs> um, as soon as you uh, invited me to have the honor of being here with you, uh, I got my uh, small uh, Louisville Slugger out, and I started hitting myself in the nuts to start with. Your Giants Louisville Slugger, like the little one they give you on bat night there? Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, exactly. It's very – because you can you can swing fast. It's got a, a good bat speed when you're pounding yourself in the scrotum. Yeah, especially you're like, oh, I can't believe I forgot that one. Right. Like, Cause I you, Steven, uh, I will I tell you this because when we're done here, you. when we're done here, and we get this last one done, you will you will scream at yourself for saying how could I forget that? Or like you'll you'll head back into your house, or you'll be driving around tomorrow, and you'll hear a song and go, "Fuck, what was I thinking? How did I leave that song off of there?" It will happen. Yeah, this is the only time I hope Stephen Piercy doesn't listen to you this time, because <laughs> <laughs> then he's going to send you he's going to send you a tweet. Hey, right. Bauer. What about Way Cool Junior? Right. What about this one? Right. What about this one? Right. And then some of the other. Remember, like, I, what happened to that great ballad we did called "Giving Yourself Away"? And you're like, "Fuck, I forgot oh, the ballads." And, oh shit! And there's a fantastic movie, very '80s movie. Yeah. Point Break. Oh yeah. Point Break. Yes. With Keanu. Point Break. Who hasn't seen Point Break? You have. Fantastic to. movie, action picture. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Patrick Swayze, and Keanu remember, Reeves. I remember seeing it in the movie theater and sticking at the end of it. Credits are starting to roll. And this song comes on. Mm -hmm. A song starts Mm -hmm. and I'm listening and I go, man, that sounds like a rat song. And sure enough, nobody rides for free. Oh, yeah. On the point break soundtrack. Oh, yeah. What a great song that is, too. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, this night can't get better. And then I looked at the girl that was next to me and I remembered she had her own place and (laughs) A VCR. <laughs> and I thought, the night is going to get better. Oh, that is. I mean, those were the days, man. If she had, and I don't mean beta, I mean VHS. If she had VHS, oh, yeah. yeah, you got to have the top-notch stuff. Her uh, family had a lot of money. That VCR they had was a forehead VCR. Oh, man. And Four- it had a remote control that was not wired. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah. She was highfalutin. And so, yeah. uh, 
was there more head than forehead that night? <laughs> well, she said, do you want to come to my house? And I go, uh, I don't know. She goes, well, um, my dad's out of town and my mom's an alcoholic. <laughs> that sounds like go, the best uh, invitation on the face of the earth. Yeah. And she said, she's not home. She's at rehab again. Oh, boy. I go, well, okay, let's go. Well, before we move into this uh, next to last song, and before you pick this one, I want to give everybody just sort of a recap, the VH1 style of a recap, of what Rat was, or at least what Rat thinks Rat was back in the 80s. Smell that. <laughs> they grabbed the decade of decadence by the tail. I drank a lot before, during, and after. And gnawed their way into hairband history. We all pretty much were Elvis and John Wayne with guitars on. In the 1980s, Rat sold millions of records and bagged almost as many female fans. It was unbelievable. I'm sure I stuck my d out too many times. I walked in one day and said, you know, this this place smells like a d boat. Now with never before seen footage. And exclusive outtakes. I'm feeling unbalanced out there. Witness a hard-working rock band's hedonistic heights. Panties and bras and sex toys hanging from the ceiling. In horrific lows. I open the door, and there's Robin with a bottle of vodka upside down just bubbling up. And in one of the last interviews with Doom guitarist Robin Crosby, Revisit the moments where it all went tragically wrong. I certainly uh, handed over my my life to the devil. I think he thought he was invincible. It's time to go round and round with Rat. We realize that, you know, we probably really don't like each other very much. Miss Bobby coming out. This is the story behind the music. Everybody was on their own planet. And there was no coming back. And that is the history of Rat, if you will, in a quick nutshell there. All right. Gosh, dang, man. When you Just hear those songs. Like slip of the lip, yeah. lay it down. Shame, shame, shame. In fact, intro. Yeah. Shame, shame, oh, shame. Yes. Uh, this is this is me when I'm alone and I'm about to have a shower. Alexa, play intro to shame, shame, shame. <laughs> Nice. Would you like to hear more rat songs? Well, fuck yeah, bitch. Turn that shit up. <laughs> I didn't ask you for my help. Let's do this. <laughs> yes. And when, that's what I'm saying. When you hear those things, you just go, oh, oh, wait a minute. Did I have, was that on there? Was that, do I, Damn. oh, and can I change it around now? Can I call an audible? What are we doing oh, here? God. All right. So here we are, my friend. We're down to the last two songs. And which two song? which song next not not encapsulating the best, but one of the more career-defining songs of Rat. Which direction do you want to go? Well, again, in, in no particular order. You know, it, it's it's one of those it's one of those songs that when you go see them, mm -hmm. if they wouldn't play this one song, you would have felt like you got gypped. Right. You L know, like you got ripped off. Like you're not even sure you saw Rat if this one was on. No. There. Yeah, and it's probably you wonder, you wonder like from the artist point of view, like can it still be fun for them to play this song, mm. or like you know, like I I heard a guy one time, I think I was listening to your show, and uh, they said, hey, 
when you play that one song, is it still fun? And he's like, oh, no, I wrote it for my ex-girlfriend. She's a bitch. Right. But everyone wants to hear it. Right. Like, oh, okay. Right. Well. <laughs> hey, way to take the way to suck the magic out of the room, dude. Yeah, thanks. Like, gee, thanks for thanks for sharing the fantasy. <laughs> right. And what's that dude who sings that you spin me right round, baby, like a record? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What the hell yeah. was Yeah, that Not, guy. Not that guy. Not that guy's right. round and round. Not that Not round and round? Not no, that one. No. <laughs> Not the you spin me right round. Not that one at all. Yeah. No. <laughs> Not that one. How about this? We'll just call promise. it. We'll it's call two it. Two dudes blowing each other. We'll call this the real round and round. Yes? The real round and round yeah if you don't if you go to a rat show and you don't hear them play round and round you haven't been at a rat show that's the reality no. of it you aren't you haven't you're still like if they get off stage and you're thinking well they're they're gonna do that for an encore right they've got it like you would fully expect that to be an encore and if the lights go on you're fucking pissed because that was not a rat show yeah this, this was this is i'm trying to think of the last time i rewound my uh my live television to watch a commercial yes uh, the the uh, insurance commercial where the lady says oh but we have a rat problem it's a great one this geico commercial oh. the, the one that like and, and i love first of all i love most every commercial that they put together makes me laugh on some level but to see yes. that they're because are, are they the am i right are they the same ones that do the white snake one where they have the guy getting married and then reciting the white snake lyrics <laughs> I think that's the same company, right? I think it's the same one. So now they're just like, let's dip into the 80s rock scene the way nobody else can, and let's use whatever we've got at our disposal, you know, keeping in mind that the band still has to have at least the lead singer alive, even if nobody else in the band is alive. Let's at least have the lead singer alive. Uh, right, and you got to have what the, yeah, the main guy. Right, you got yeah. to on some level. So you, if, as long as you got that, you're going to put them in a commercial or at least put their music in a commercial on some level, and I like the way they did this. And until you sent me that link, I had not seen that video, and now because you sent me that link, literally for the last three days, I've seen it five times a day. Usually on internet <laughs> ads, but it pops up on my screen five times a day. And I love this commercial. The new house is amazing. So much character. Original crown molding, walk-in closets. We do have a rat problem. At least Geico makes bundling our home and car insurance easy. It does help us save. bundling made easy go to geico.com that's uh, fantastic all right and after all you know out on the streets that's where we'll meet all right when we come back i'm going to have you tell me your memories from that video but here song number three that we're carving into the mountainside of mount rockmore is round and round here on the mount rockmore of rap
first single, one of the band's biggest hits, round and round, instantly, instantly. That song, if you're any kind of a rock fan at all, pulls you right in, and it tells you something. It's special. It reached number 12 on the Hot 100. Such a catchy chorus, another amazing guitar solo. I mean, it is that encapsulation of what Rat was through all those years. Now, you remember the video, right, Neil? Oh, my God. That is that is one of the songs that you just you cannot turn it up loud enough. And the video... The video was, wasn't that the, the video where they're all fancy table and yes. clearly like rat is supposed to be of them in the attic? Yes, exactly. Because the, the, the whole, uh, yeah, the, the the rats in the attic element. I thought that's where they were going to go with this Geico commercial too. I kind of thought that that was the, the concept, like they were up there. It didn't have that same kind of attic dusty feel that it had when they were doing the video for Round and Round. But their manager at the time for rat was Marshall Burl. Now, Marshall had a pretty famous uncle that you might have heard of. Uh, Neil and I have heard of him. We know who he is. I'm not sure that the youngins out there will know who Milton Berle was. <laughs> but Milton Berle, legendary comedian. And with his famous uncle, Milty, dressed in drag, which Milton Berle used to love to do. Also, by the way, I remember, uh, am I correct in this, Neil Flynn? Uh, did you hear this before? Reported to have one of the biggest schlongs in entertainment history. Yes, yes. That was the big I mean, rumor he- about Uncle Milty. Yeah, he's no Mike Bauer, but he had a huge <laughs> arm going on there. Yeah. He yeah. He was a guy who used to, character-wise, for comedy, used to dress and drag all the time. And this, so he made an appearance in which he drew the attention of everybody because he played multiple roles where he's talking to each other, telling his the female version to be quiet. And, I mean, all kind of <laughs> couldn't hear anything. It was fantastic. Yeah. That, that video at the time kind of encapsulated this young rocker feel with, like, the old comedy comedy, almost vaudeville kind of a feel to it. Uh, the people knew who that was. And, and I think making it one of the, the best rat videos of all time. And then like the, the, the falling Warren D. Martini falling onto the dinner table while playing the guitar solo. Every part of that was just this, look, these guys are coming to kick ass and take names and they will meet you at your dinner table to do it. Yes. I remember, I remember when the, when the Butler, when yeah, he lifted yes. up, <laughs> lifted up and all the rats came out onto the table yes it was just like oh that's friggin awesome yeah it was awesome now that goes back to the day and i don't know if you remember this entire but when mtv showed videos oh yeah yeah i think the m stood for music and not mundane at the time that you know what that's a very good point at the time that's what it stood for at the time you would hear about a video that was going to be released from rat or from a band and you would be like Five o'clock Eastern? Fuck, I got to get home. I got to go make sure I see that. I got to be there. Or I got to go to my friend's house and go check that thing out after school. Like, there was a push to try to be there to catch the the world premiere video. Remember when they made a big deal and they had a, a whole introduction for the world premiere video? Oh, and chances God. are, if you got that, you might even see an interview with somebody in the band at the time of the world premiere of the video. That I remember that that what kind of energy, adrenaline I had to go see those world premiere videos. Oh, it was, you know... That, that was it. Yet, hopefully, your your friend had MTV. You yes. Know? <laughs> hopefully, somebody. You know? Hopefully, somebody had one of those giant satellite dishes on their house or in their backyard, <laughs> so that you could get MTV. Yeah, there was a guy in our neighborhood. They had MTV, but they had a black and white television. Yeah. <laughs> what? It's like, oh man! Wow, you're. That's you're... <laughs> you are. I don't even know how to react to that now. That's I've never even thought of that happening. I remember the in the video the the main girl as she began to like strip down she like started like change her hair started changing colors yeah and I was like is she turning into a rat or, right. or what what was what was she doing there was kind of you that know? vibe yeah I was like man 
that chick is like skinny, but she's hot and she knows how to move. Like there were some she's probably not a virgin. But you know what? I felt like I remember seeing that, and even in my head now, I'm thinking, okay, she, they hired a contortionist for this. Like they hired a chick from <laughs> Cirque du Soleil that is absolutely cool with like bending over backwards and grabbing her ankles from like in just a, a body contortionist kind of way. That's why she was kind of less. She was less tawny contained and less hot that way, but definitively more weird because of the shit she could do with her body. Right, right. Like, so maybe she's done something for cash on the side of the street somewhere. <laughs> Once or twice. I mean, listen, what, yeah. what puts you through acrobat school? I don't even know what it is. I don't even, <laughs> I'm not even sure what you do. <laughs> I'm not even sure what's happening at that point. But okay, good, yeah, good for them. Uh, by the way, just so everybody's clear, before we get to the last song here, Neil, and uh, we'll do that in just a second here. I do want to remind everybody that once we get back to normal in this coronavirus world, whenever that is, and I don't know when that's going to be, you've got the Big Rock Summer Tour. It's just waiting on hold right now. And the Big Rock Summer Tour is rat headlining with Tom Kiefer from Cinderella, Skid Row, and Slaughter. That's the big lineup going into this thing. And at least at this point... The concept is if they get out of this thing relatively quickly here, you're liable to see these guys out on tour again. If it gets delayed a year, I don't know what's going to happen right now. Uh, but pretty much everything's under delay right now for the shows that they've got coming up. In the meantime, uh, you can follow them and, and find out what's going on with Rat at theratpack.com. That's at the rat with two T's, theratpack.com. That's their website. They've got tour dates on there, and they'll let you know as things are kind of coming up and changing where, where they're going to be playing and when they're going to be playing. So that's important to remember here. All right, Neil Flynn, we got one more song when we come back. The final song that we're going to carve into the Mount Rushmore of career-defining rat songs. You've got one left, and I know that you're thinking of like six, maybe even seven oh. different rat songs right now. You're going to have one more to choose from. When we return here on Mount Rockmore. This is a clearly, clearly not metrosexual moment, moment in history. Idiot teenager. An 18-year-old in Topeka, Kansas, proved his masculinity to his friends. How'd he do it? By doing something incredibly stupid. Because metrosexuals think that stupidity is out of fashion. With video cameras rolling, the man jumped out of a car moving 35 miles an hour. Not only did he prove his masculinity, but it gave him a serious head injury. While laying in his hospital bed, the man said, quote, yeah, now who's the pansy, unquote. A lesser man might have worn a helmet or perhaps, I don't know, not jumped out of a moving car. But what's that girly pansy man doing now? He's probably hanging out at the pottery barn looking at pastel-colored living room pieces because he has use of both his eyes and his hands. Use of both your eyes and hands is so wussy. So we salute you, crazy jumping out of cars guy. You're a real man. This has been Lee Camp. For more funny crap, check out LeeCamp.net and SharkBaby.com. Breaking down the best four songs. This, this, this is Mount Rockwell. Your voice is like a combination of Fergie and Jesus. That's what everybody used to say about Stephen Piercy. We are listening to and partaking in the Mount Rockmore of Rat Songs, the four career-defining songs from one of L.A.'s finest bands that... We're supposed to be out on tour right now with the likes of Skid Row, Cinderella, uh, or Cinderella's Tom Kiefer, and Slaughter. But due to the coronavirus, everything and everybody is on hold at this point. I'm joined by Neil Flynn, the biggest rat fan I know, trying to help us break down the four career-defining songs of the band. And right now we are down to the fourth and final song. 
During the break, I heard Neil kind of talking to himself <sighs> as to what was he going to do? What was he going to pick? How was he going to do this? When I think, you know, for all intents and purposes, we, we've, we've picked three songs that are carved into the face and one playing that are all solid. Any, any one of those songs, I think you could make the argument for being a career-defining song for Rat. But the question now is, with 18 other songs out there, what's the last one that you're going to go with? And that is a well, tough, tough, tough pick to make. Well, I'm going to just dance around it for just a moment. Please. Because, you know. You know, what? first uh, of all, I think it's a good point. One of the things that we didn't do yeah. here, and I think we should bring up here, is, you know, there are some songs that didn't make it. While we have a bunch that did, let's pay tribute, much like they do in Hollywood, in memoriam. We will pass by the power ballad gully and not look at for any length of time giving yourself away one of rats more finer power ballads <laughs> <laughs> and to the butte on your left over there you'll find oh it's tough to say wanted man oh, both of whom gosh. could have had a space on this mountainside if and only if neil flynn we had room for five songs, but we don't. And now we're down to our fourth and final song. But first, you had comments. I want to throw out some of my favorite lyrics. Ooh, favorite rat sure. lyrics, okay. Yeah, well, he's quite the uh, cunning linguist, if you will. <laughs> yes, he is. I mean, um, for example, mm-hmm. out of loving you is a dirty job, but Ooh. I'm the man to do it. Yes. Um when that song comes on, I I know I know the I know the lyrics. You know you like you can like you could rattle them off all right oh. now. Rattle, get it? Rat, here's rattle. Some of the, here's some of the great ones. Okay. Um, in, in no particular order. Yeah. Um, in fact, out of love and use a dirty job. I woke. I'm not even reading this one. I just know it. You just I woke know up it. in the mirror. I mean, I woke up in the morning. Yeah. I'm still flat on my back. Mm-hmm. I couldn't move a muscle like I had a heart attack. Nice. The night was wild and woolly. Didn't think I'd make it through it. Because loving you is a dirty job, and I'm the man to do it. Yes. Well, there is a big uh, controversy Ooh. with that song because in the in the VHS, uh, in the music video, one of the lines was, um, you put my face into it, Whoa. and then you make me chew it. Whoa. But when I looked for that, like, on my – because, you know, i got to read the liner notes. Sure. I, I couldn't find it. Really? But then – but – um. It's a VHS. I'll, I'll, I'll send you the. I'll, I'll do it the old-fashioned way. I'll just bootleg it, VHS <laughs> to VHS, and send it to you. Nice. I love that. And then, uh, um, I'm, I'm knocking at your door yeah. as the music gets louder. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. Oh. I hear the moans and groans of your nasty laughter. Oh well. Yeah. All right. That okay. That's wow. That bitch. Mm. What a bitch. Whoa. This girl's cheating. Wow. Someone's gonna. Cheat be... on Stephen Piercy? Are you crazy? Yeah, that's that's gonna be that's a frightening moment there. The reality check no. there is uh, unbelievable. Wow. Um, but I mean, if, let's talk about a music video for just a moment. Yeah, please. Way back. Yeah. Way cool, Junior. The music video. Yes. That's when they had money to spend. Ooh, yes, 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 yes. I remember that video. And there's a girl naked. It looks like her boobs are so big she has to hold them up as she's walking away. Now, I'm sure it's just a coincidence that she got cast in that video. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm pretty funny. sure they weren't looking for that in somebody no. to be in the video. Because I think every girl around that era always had stretch marks around her mouth. 
I think well, that's that's why they that's why the guys always had more makeup on than the girls did, right? That's <laughs> yeah. You let those stretch marks fly, lady. That's your that's your flag. Let that thing fly. Yeah. Well, hey, you know, everyone has this particular skill set, and we right. want to bring anybody down. Oh, that's so you sweet know? of you. No, I think that's great. Yeah. I think we should. I think listen. Um, not everybody can be a rocket scientist, and not everybody can go to school to be a rocket scientist. Some chicks no. just need to be groupies. No. And so, that's one to grow on. And that's one to grow on. Thanks, T. I appreciate that. <laughs> all right, so here oh, we are. Neil yeah. Flynn, first of all, let's say this. It's been a healthy climb so far. You've got chisel in hand. You've got one more song to pound in to the Mount Rushmore of rat songs, and you've got... I, I, I'm not shitting you here. I've got eight songs on this little sleep of paper in front of me that could all fill this void right now. So what is it that you say is the fourth and final career-defining song of Rat that we need to put on this mountainside? Well, I know you've only done four songs in an intro, and some some bands, I when I listen to you, they get an outro. Yes. But, but perhaps at some later date, I can come... Ooh back for more oh very nice i see what you did there yes that is fantastic and if i had my guitar over here i would try to play the beginning part to that because i love the beginning part to that song one of the things too if i may just because i also happen to have some audio here let's listen in to a little bit a lot of people remember robin crosby as a part of the band not many people know what necessarily happened to robin crosby and why robin crosby was no longer in the band or did the brand just break up what happened but we later found out some years later that robin crosby had passed away here's robin crosby talking about what he went through before we get into back for more in an exclusive 1999 interview with behind the music Crosby spoke about his life in Rat and the addictions that turned his world upside down. There's no, there's no just walking away from it. Uh, I wish to God I had any idea what I was dealing with. Robin Crosby's addiction and his problems not only affected Robin Crosby, but they brought about the demise of Rat, no doubt about it. They were instrumental in our demise. That was uh, sort of the sad detail of what happened with Robin Crosby and the demise of Rat, and that with that, there was the drug addiction, alcohol addiction, uh, HIV positive at one point in time, what he was dealing with and going through all of that, and through this all, the the inability to stay sober as so many musicians had to deal with is eventually what members of the band say kind of broke the band apart when robin crosby was gone he was one of the pieces of glue that kept everybody together he and stephen pierce he started the band down in san diego brought it up to la and then kind of moved forward there and forming other pieces of the band so he was one of like the lifelong members of the band and when you lose that it's tough to come back from that. You still see Rat out there. You still see Stephen Piercy singing. You still see on occasion, they kind of have this weird, almost, I don't know, cyclical thing where Warren Martini will come back and play again, and then he won't, and he'll be out again. It, it never really seems to have a lasting effect. And ever since Crosby was gone, that's kind of been the scenario. Uh, but with that, when I think of this song, I think of that opening guitar riff, the acoustic guitar riff, and I think solely of Robin Crosby when I hear this song. So, Neil, I agree with you. I, 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 I can't imagine a four-song career-defining Mount Rockmore of Rat without Back For More. So, in of the 18 songs you had to choose from, I think you may have picked the right one here. Here's Back For More on Mount Rockmore.
out and pounding out the face of Mount Rockmore for Rat Neil Flynn joining me here today bringing you the four career defining songs of Rat and a playin you know how do you feel you've you've climbed the mountain you've scaled it you've come back down the adrenaline must be high or are you using that uh, San Francisco Giants bat night with bat to pound yourself in the scrotum with I'm going to go in the house and I am going to compose my apology letter to Mr. Pearson <laughs> Oh, that is, like, that is definitively like when, uh, it. Yeah, you you read about an actor who's about to do a love scene. You know, I, I, want, I want to apologize in advance if I get an erection, and I want to apologize if I don't. <laughs> right, because what's the bigger insult? You're not sure. You don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man. Uh, no, well, but I think you did a great tip job. Of the spear, tip of the spear. Tip That's the spear. what you are. That you know. Listen, hey, and I will say this uh, again. I, I didn't try to bring anybody down with that whole Robin Crosby thing. I will remind everybody when Robin Crosby, what he stated before his death was, "When I die, nobody cry at my funeral. In fact, let's all have a party." I've lived the yeah. life of ten men. I've lived my dreams and more. So with that, we celebrate the life of Robin Crosby and Rat here with the four career-defining songs of Rat. And Neil Flynn, just as I say this to you and we're getting ready to head out, I thought of, you know, let's make you feel a little remorse in maybe what you chose or didn't choose and where you could have gone because we didn't even mention this in the memoriam portion of it. But... It's well, the new kid in town. That's got fancy clothes. <laughs> that is absolutely Old right. Car, baby. <laughs> that is absolutely right. All right. Hate our picks here at Mount Rockmore. Think you could do better? Well, then tweet us at M-T-R-O-C-K-M-O-R-E at Mount Rockmore and let me know. I might need you, like Neil Flynn, I need you to help me coast upcoming Rockmores. And... If anybody that you saw still flips their hair to the side like Stephen Pierce, he wears as much eyeliner and still hasn't figured out to get dental work with all the money that he's made, please tell them about this podcast. Subscribe, and we'll be here for you and your permed, teased, and blown-out ear holes. I'm Bauer for Neil Flynn and myself. Until next time, I'm on Rockmore. See ya. Still
you. Watch Marry Me. Jennifer Lopez, Owen Wilson, Maluma, Marry Me. Directed by Kat Koiro. Rated PG-13. Streaming now only on Peacock. Sign up now. Visit PeacockTV.com. Whatever you're funny, Peacock's got it exclusively. Stream classic sitcoms like The Office, Parks and Recreation, and Two and a Half Men. Plus, catch Peacock original comedies like AP Bio and Say by the Bell. For all your exclusive comedy faves, go to PeacockTV.com and get started.